please turn with me to the book of Psalms. Psalm 1 to be precise. You will never find happiness by pursuing happiness. According to the Bible, happiness is a result of another pursuit. The pursuit of God. Why this talk about happiness? Have a look at the very first word in Psalm 1.1. What's the word? Blessed. In the Hebrew, the word blessed actually is better translated happy, ashray. So this psalm is all about happiness. So I've entitled the sermon, The Portrait of Happiness. The happy person is described by what he refuses. Number one, what does he refuse? He refuses bad counsel. Blessed is a man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked. Secondly, we notice the happy person is described by the bad company that he avoids. And he does not stand in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scoffers. The happy person is described by what he refuses. He refuses bad counsel, he refuses bad company. Secondly, the happy person is described by in what he revels. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law, what? He meditates day and night. What is meditates? Meditation is simply slowing down to relish God's word and allowing God's word to nourish our souls. The happy person is described by what he refuses, secondly, by what he revels in, thirdly, by what he resembles. Here we have something very insightful given to us, a beautiful picture. The blessed man or the happy man is like a tree, not a stump, but a tree that's planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season. So what we have here is stability and growth. It's a tree that's planted which has deep roots and therefore it is secure in terms of its nourishment. It can expect nourishment and it can expect growth, so to speak. Secondly, we also notice this is a tree that's not only planted, but what? It yields its fruit in due season. It means that there'll be seasons in life it's not always spring, you know. There'll be times of dryness. But this tree is secure. Why? Because it has deep roots to the life-giving source. And therefore, it's nourished. Right? It's stable. Right? It has nothing to fear when difficulties come. And its leaf also will not wither. So deep roots and connection to life-giving streams give it vitality and productivity. Secondly, in all that he does, he what? Prospers. And of course, your prosperity here has got to do with mature and complete, bearing fruit in due season. Right? In other words, the point is, whatever this person does, the righteous person does, will not be in vain. So, a happy person is described by what he refuses, what he revels in, by what he resembles, and verses 4 through 6, by how he he is regarded. This psalm is a very unique psalm. It's an antithetical psalm, meaning the first three verses describe a particular person and a particular way of life. The last three verses describe a particular person and a particular way of life. In fact, you can see the contrast right away. Look at the first word. What's the first word? Blessed. What's the last word? Perish. Two ways, two lifestyles, two choices, as it were. If you want to really see the difference, look at the results of these two lives by comparing the first word and the last word. Blessed. Blessed versus the word P. 
perish. The wicked does not follow the law of the Lord. He does not delight in the law of the Lord. He does not revel in the law of the Lord. He despises the law of the Lord. And of course, he mocks the word of God. And therefore, the wicked will not stand in the congregation of the righteous. Two ways, two lives. The way of the righteous, the way of the sinner. How can we be happy? What is the answer? The answer to that question is another question. What way are you on? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Which way are you on? Are you on the way of Jesus or are you on the way of the world? 